Welcome back to another episode of Keybinds, the official podcast of Trample Gaming. This is Bishop. Obviously, I got Pinch, and uh, we've got Triceratops Squads joining us early today. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Lots of things going on from Facebook kind of dipping its toe into cloud gaming. Uh, a very nice $160 Xbox controller. Of course, if you're fans of The Mandalorian, we'll talk about that. We're also going to talk about First Strike, which is Valorant's uh, like first Riot-sponsored tournament going on with uh, Nerd Street Gaming. We'll be talking a little bit about Extra Life. I think we might even try to cover a little bit about Sky because the new agent for Valorant is also coming out. So we're just going to go ahead and dive right in. Let's go ahead and talk about Facebook getting into the world of cloud gaming. And, and what does that mean? Well, it means that they're certainly stepping on Apple's toes because this application is not going to be available on iOS. And the the issue is, and we've seen this happen before, specifically with Facebook, when they launched their streaming platform and they allowed people to be able to make purchases around Apple's 30% cut of what goes through the App Store, started getting a little bit dicey. Obviously, Epic has been fighting this. So there's a lot of things that are going on here, but Facebook is promising... Basically, a, a subscription-based service, $7 per month, and you're going to get uh, Facebook gaming. It's going to have you know, mobile games, your typical mobile games uh, that you can get. Uh, sometimes, I guess, some HTML5 games as well. So, any thoughts on <laughs> Facebook trying to capitalize on this market? I mean, they've, they've already picked up Mixer, right? So, it's, Mixer is no longer Mixer. It's Facebook gaming. Um, so I guess it kind of makes sense to expand more of Facebook away from social media and more towards other aspects, because you can only do so much with, with Facebook. And I feel like Facebook understands that there's a definitive ceiling of what you can do before you have to reach out to other facets of technology. Yeah. And it's not like this is going after Google Stadia. This is not a cloud-based gaming service that's going to be having you know, AAA titles and you know the ability to do 60 frames in 4K, right? Like This is going to be, a, I think, a much more toned-down kind of product offering uh, that, that I think is still going to have some value. I mean, they've teased a couple of games, Asphalt 9, which is a racing game, if you're into that. Of course, though, they're, they're missing out on an entire segment of people, which are iOS owners. So uh, to me just makes me kind of wonder what the strategic advantage is. I mean, they they do have a, a golf game, uh, I think that's PGA branded, so that's kind of neat. And we'll see what they come out with in the future, but Apple's just never going to allow anything that's going to try to infringe upon their little arcade deal that they have going on. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, and, and Apple's arcade is actually really cool. They have yeah. really solid um, titles I don't see them uh, allowing Facebook gaming to be on the Apple device. No, no. And again, it started with the whole streaming based product and obviously now the, the gaming is a service. So it's one of those, we're going to constantly see this back and forth between publishers and, you know, cloud gaming providers. I actually was just setting up the Steam Link, which is an app that you can download on your phone. Of course, you can't buy games through the Steam Link app. I guess you can still buy games through Steam on your phone on iOS. But nonetheless, 
one of those things that surprises me is that they allow you to stream games from your home PC to your iPhone if you wanted. I was playing Black Mesa on there. I'll talk about that later at the end of the show. But regardless, it's funny how iOS and you know how Apple tries to keep that as such a walled garden for their own purposes. But sometimes people do speak out and they want options. They want changes. While Apple Arcade is, is pretty darn cool, I've thought about getting a subscription. Maybe there are people that want to do the whole Facebook thing. I don't know who that is, but... Uh, I guess if you are one of those people, you have to have a Google phone. So there you go. <laughs> or an Android-based phone, I should say. All right. Anyways, moving on. Uh, I got to talk about being a Star Wars geek, of course, that there is a new Xbox controller that is, of course, Mandalorian-themed. The pro version of it is $160. This thing is a beast. It is so cool. It's got a, a little charging kit. So listen, if you need a new xbox controller if you need it for obviously your xbox or if you need it for pc and you like star wars at all this thing is pretty darn cool now there are of course our standard versions of the controller uh and the charging stand which are sold separately but you can of course buy the the, the full package for 160 bucks so just heads up if you're looking for a new controller it, it's a cool it's a it's a cool controller and yeah before i really started playing games on pc I was all about my controllers. I was all all about the sticks and having an Xbox Pro controller with, I'm assuming it has the paddles on the back is just so nice. If you like console gaming, I highly recommend a a controller with paddles because it's life changing. (laughs) Yeah, I was messing around. I got a really old Steam controller right when they were about to discontinue it. They had it on sale for like 90% off. I got one. And it has paddles on the back. And I'll tell you what, you're right. Pretty damn nice. Pretty nice. I was very impressed with, you know, some of the added functionality. So, yeah, definitely. If you're in the market and you like Star Wars, go check out this new Xbox controller. It's pretty cool. All right, moving right along. Something that we wanted to talk with Sarah about. Uh, Cloud9 has signed an all-female Valorant roster. And it is made up of some real heavy hitters. They are going by the name Cloud9 White, and they are going to be competing uh, at a Tier 1 level, along with Cloud9 Blue, which is the male team for Cloud9. So this is such a crazy, awesome announcement. Of course, we're going to get into First Strike in a little bit here, but uh, of course, as of the time of this recording, you know they're, they're still participating in First Strike. Uh, they made it through to round three. So this is just so exciting, I think, for for all of us. Sarah, tell me a little bit more about it. Yeah, so this is really exciting. Um, the team is called, I believe it's pronounced magical. It's M-A-J-K-L, and it uh, stands for all of their first names. So uh, the team is made up of Alexis, Annie. Uh, Annie, I have actually watched stream before. She's absolutely incredible. Um, Jazzykins, Katsumi, and Mel, or Melanie Capone. So it's really, really exciting, um, mainly because women never make it on pro teams. You know, pro teams are generally focused around men, you know, anywhere from League of Legends to Fortnite to CSGO. Women always play these games, but they're never asked to compete at the highest level. So this is really exciting. Apparently, there's only one team right now that has any females on it, and that happens to be FaZe Clan's Fortnite team. I don't know how active they are, but uh, that's what I've read. 
So this is just a big, big step in the right direction um, for some equality for women. Women play just as good as men. Um, and especially Absolutely. in Valorant, it's been tough as a woman playing because it's a little toxic sometimes. And I've experienced it firsthand having people throw games because I'm a female and I'm on their team. It's a little disturbing. Um, just really, really bad behavior. So it's nice that women are getting upfront in the majors, being able to compete at the highest level and showing what they really have. I think I've watched a few other videos from the other girls and just, oh my gosh, I, I can't wait to see them in action as this tournament goes on. I'm really, really excited. Yeah, and, and they've clearly done well prior to this. I mean, this roster, they got a first place finish in... The FTW Summer Showdown, they had a top eight in the CLG Blitz Open Cup. So they've been clearly playing at a very, very high level uh, for a long time now. Just makes a lot of sense that they would have the opportunity to be sponsored by Cloud9 because they are uh, really that good. So, yeah, this is incredibly exciting to see what's going to happen. And of course, like I just alluded to, they are through... Uh, to round three here, uh, as of the time of this recording, for the NSG Valorant First Strike Open qualifiers. So we'll be watching, seeing how exactly this is going to work, because both Cloud9 White and Cloud9 Blue are in uh, are in this tournament. So yeah, I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty neat the twenty five thousand dollar prize that they won uh, at the Summer Showdown. Uh, actually, made them the sixth highest paid team on the competitive circuit. So that's pretty incredible. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. I didn't yeah, know that's, that. That's incredible. It's amazing how things are changing so quickly. And kudos to Cloud9 for recognizing that this is a fantastic opportunity you know, for them also to promote this awesome team that has shown they definitely have the chops to compete at the highest level. So uh, I, I'm very excited as well. I think this is going to be a lot of fun to watch. And uh, we'll just we'll have to see how they how they do. And uh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned the only other team to sign a female it was FaZe. It's, I've actually followed FaZe Ewok, who is, you know, their female player for a while. And this kid is incredible. Uh, first off, not only was she signed when she was, I'm sorry, he, they recently changed their uh, pronouns. Uh, not only was Ewok signed at 13, but he's also hearing impaired. So so they already have like a obstacle that they have to get past while gaming, especially in Fortnite, because sound is important in any shooter. So like highly, highly recommend checking out Ewok uh, and their gameplay. That's awesome. Oh, I didn't know that actually. That's that's neat. Yeah, it is. So it is that time of the year. We have to let you know about Extra Life. We've been talking about uh, talking about it on the podcast. Uh, obviously for the past, well, really since we started the podcast. And we would love to have you join our team. If you just hit the link el.trample.gg, you can join our team, you can donate to the team, you can see everybody's streams, uh, you can see the roster who's on there. So definitely check it out. We're going to have a great time. We're going to play a lot of different games, so of course join us for different games. We already have a schedule. I am I am beyond excited uh, and of course, I'm bringing back the whole, if I've reached $500 personally, I will shave my head and shave my beard. 
I've let it grow out for a full year. I might as well actually uh, get to it and shave it off. So help me reach my goal so I can shave off my beard and my <laughs> and my head, which is insane, but it's going to be worth it. So there you go. Anything y'all want to add about uh, Extra Life and what you're excited to, you know, looking forward to do uh, with your time? Go on streams on Valorant. Yes. Get the whole crew together. It's going to be fun. Yep. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. I, I'm excited to just crush our goal. I mean, we, we set the goal at $500 every year, and every year we just destroy it within the first half a day. It's true. And It's true. As a personal goal for, for Stomping Grounds and for Trample Gaming, I want the community to be able to break their personal best, which was last year. And I think it was $1,500 is where we were at last year. So yes, I challenge all of you guys, break your own goals, you know? It's, it's for a good cause. While we were just sitting here talking, I changed my goal to $500. So All right. Well, here we go. Help me. I want to beat Bish this year. <laughs> You just might. You just like might. Like a little good competition, friendly competition. You are absolutely correct. And again, it is all for a good cause. This is going to Miracles Network, uh, children's hospitals all over the country. Uh, so, of course, I'm doing WVU Medicine Children's again. Uh, I know we're all doing different hospitals. It, it's going to be a lot of fun. We had a great time last year and the year before. You don't want to miss out. We're going to be playing party games. I know we'll be playing Among Us. I believe we might even play some spooky games, which I'm not uh, ready for, but that's fine. We'll figure it out. Certainly playing some Valorant, maybe even some Rivals on here. I would love to play some Rivals. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, let Kang absolutely body me for a good cause. That'll be fun. Uh, so anyways, I, again, I'm looking very much forward to, uh, to Extra Life the day of and streaming. We will be live for 24 hours on the Trample Gaming channel on Twitch starting midnight, November 7th. We'll be going midnight to 11.59. Planning all sorts of fun stuff. Seriously, you don't want to miss out. Probably even do a little giveaway as well. Again, we're very excited. You can head on over to el.trample.gg and you can learn all about what we're doing and learn more about Extra Life. Ooh. Uh, just a quick side note, um, I'm going to be streaming while a small group of us plays Phasmophobia on uh, this Saturday, Halloween. Um, yeah, if you want to come see me get really, really freaked out by something that's completely not real, uh, come hang out, keep me company. Uh, it's going to be fun. I don't know what time for sure I'm going live, probably 7 or 8 p.m. Eastern. So come check it out, Squats on Twitch. So we're wrapping up another episode of Keybinds, and we're going to cover, of course, what we're listening to, what we're watching, and what we are playing. We're going to be talking to, obviously, Pinch and Sarah about each of those topics. So first thing I'm going to cover, obviously, is what are we listening to? So I'll tell you, I'm listening to New Dark Tranquility, still listening to Venom Prison, listening to a lot of Metal New Hate Breed, of course, um, New Jack Harlow and the, the hip-hop sphere so i'm kind of all over the place but uh, my goodness lots of good music coming out 2020 has been kind of garbage but it's been a lot of good music that's been out there pinch what are you listening to right now so you're listening to all the new stuff i am listening yeah. to uh a playlist that i created and i'll post it on the 
uh, travel blog that I like to call Boomer Club Bangers. And basically, all it is is just a, um, a bunch of club bangers from like 2000s and the 20 teens uh, in the before time, pre-COVID. Um, and, you know, it just has like a lot of really fun songs like from Jason Derulo and LMFAO. Uh, I think I have some like 50 Cent on there, Kesha. So it's a good time. Um okay. Oh my god, Boomer Club Bangers. This is great. It's so good. I'm just looking at it right now. It's fantastic. All right, when are you posting this article? Because everybody's going to want to check out this ridiculous... Is Oh gosh, it's up. <laughs> oh lord. Okay. If you want to check out Pitch's playlist, of course, head on over to trample.gg for... How do you put it? Please tell me how do you put it again. Is it Boomer Bangers? What is this? Boomer Club Bangers. Boomer Club Bangers. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely it's... brilliant. It's it's a lot of fun. What are you listening to, Sarah? Um, man. Okay, so to be honest with you, I have been training a couple of our friends in our basement, and we've been listening to really good workout playlists. So we have today we listened to '80s workout playlists, which included things like "Come On Eileen" and like you know, <laughs> fun things like that, like Queen and a lot of good shit. That's our one curse word for the podcast. No. Uh, what else? <laughs> 90s. The 90s playlist is really good. There's like some Bewitched and Christina Aguilera, or otherwise known as Xtina, because it was that era. And then, of course, the 2000s, which has like Mr. Brightside and just some really, really good classics. Otherwise, I'm really digging like Missio right now. They're like one of my favorite bands at the moment. Really, really, really good alternative shit. That's our second curse word for the podcast. Yeah, go ahead. Make sure you bleep those out and post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just do like a duck or something, please. <laughs> I'll do a duck for Bravo. There you go. Boom. Perfect. Yeah, that's it. All right. So what have all of us been watching? I'll tell you, I've been watching. Actually, Sarah, we sat down and watched this tonight. The new interview with uh, Carolina Ravasa or Spanglo-Saxon on YouTube with the voice actor for Sova hilarious go check that out his name is aaron he's so funny he actually did a stream with average jonas not that long ago learning and kind of watching how soap is played really funny stuff and he's a really interesting guy too so definitely go check out uh, that i've also been watching the big o which is a classic anime from the late 90s you may remember it from toonami if you are old enough to remember that oh my god uh, i haven't heard toonami in forever yeah, yeah, it was on late 90s, 99, 2000 era. Um, they actually canceled it after one season, and then Cartoon Network kind of picked it back up and helped finish it off with the second season. But it's a really, really good show. There's really nowhere to stream it, so I'll just leave that up to your discretion. Try to find it somewhere. Uh, you can find it, obviously. You can order the, the DVDs if you're interested. But it has, of course, Steve Bloom, who is the voice of Brimstone and Valorant. So I've been watching that before I go to bed, which is hilarious. Of course, he's also Spike Spiegel and Cowboy Bebop. So, yeah, that's what I've been watching this week. Pinch, what you been watching? So Borat 2 came out. Oh, gosh. <laughs> can can we just all discuss this? Because I know you guys watched it, too, right? Yes. It was it was gold. I have to say once again, Sasha Baron Cohen is so underrated. It is ridiculous how underrated that man is. Oh, I mean, he's just brilliant. So good. Really. Highly recommend everybody go watch that movie. Go watch Borat too. You don't even need to watch the first Borat. 
There's one callback, two callbacks in the entire movie that reference the first Borat. Everything else is completely standalone. It's really great. Um, and so, the first one is funny too, though. Just want to throw that out there. I do love the first one. Oh, yeah. Sure. No, 100%. 100%. I definitely watched that last week. But I also watched, you'll probably make fun of me, Demolition Man again. Because, oh my God. Because I just, it happened to pop up on Hulu and I was like, you know, it's been a minute. Play. <laughs> So if you haven't seen Demolition Man, definitely go watch that movie because, you know, it's only been out for 30 years. <laughs> I've actually never seen that. Really? Oh, it's great. Recommend. Oh, it's great. Where, where was it? Hulu? Definitely on Hulu, yeah. Oh, That's basically it. I haven't had much much time to really sit down and watch like any shows or anything. Sarah, what have you been watching? Uh, we actually binged the new episodes of the unsolved mysteries uh on netflix they have reprised the old show with some new stories but from different uh, decades so there there were some from you know the 70s um i i'm really 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 into like true crime and things like that so some of my favorite podcasts are like crime junkie supernatural Park Predators, you know, all, all of those kinds of podcasts. Like, I love that stuff. So there, there's one episode in particular that really stuck with me. Um, it was about the citizens of the area that the tsunami hit after the earthquake in Japan. So it was March 11th, 2011. These citizens that are still, well, these survivors are experiencing a lot of uh, supernatural activity people who just haven't crossed over and you know it's not like your normal ghost stories like it's you know it's very like ingrained in their culture the way they interact with beings who haven't yet crossed over so it's very interesting it really makes you think about it it's not like oh spooky ghosts in a haunted house it's like people are being picked up in cabs and disappearing on the trip so very very interesting i highly suggest that series even the old stuff is really good that show's been around for a long long time so one of my favorites that's awesome all right, I guess finishing up, what have we been playing? I can tell you I've been playing Black Mesa, which is a remake of the original Half-Life. It's really good. It is really good. I'm probably going to do a stream kind of like walk through the campaign at some point just so I can like capture the footage. It's just it's really well done. If you've played the first one, it's definitely got that nostalgia factor, but there's enough that's kind of updated to make it still really interesting. Some of the design choices are really cool. So check that out. If, if you have never played Half-Life game before, this is probably a good jumping off point as well, because, you know, you can use that to then kind of go into Half-Life 2 and then Episode 1, Episode 2. So I'll be playing all of these at some point. I've had this plan for like half a year to just run through basically all of them and record or stream all of it. So yeah, I'm starting with Black Mesa and I've been playing through just to make sure my computer can handle it. It's so good. It's so good. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Binge, what are you playing right now? Uh, so I started this game called Return of the Obra Dinn. Um, I've heard of this. It is really, really good. Uh, basically what happens is a ship gets lost at sea and then it comes back into port and everybody is dead on it so you play as a detective to figure out what happened and there's i think 40 40 or 45 uh 
people who were on the ship and you have to find out what happened to each one of these um it's i'm only about four hours in but it is it is a lot of fun the aesthetic of it is really great it looks like it looks like you're playing on like an old like dos monitor but everything's 3d and um really cool but like monotone which is you know incredible and the the story really carries the game so highly recommend playing that um picked up another game called night call uh which uh paradoxes makes fun of me because i every game that i play is literally a job simulator um (laughs) so in this game you play as a taxi driver slash pi so that's all i'm going to give you about that game but definitely check that one out as well uh sarah what are you playing Valorant. what's new what that's it that's literally it I know I'm so boring and I just like I've demoted so much I really should stop playing but I just can't I'm just grind at that iron level man like <laughs> oh gosh oh, so, so bad I mean we did have a game where we won like 13 to 2 tonight so that was pretty good but the other losses uh, I, I demoted and promoted tonight so I guess it's something we're getting somewhere. Are you excited know, I'm, just, for... I'm just stuck in iron, that's all. That happens. Same are, are you ex- Are you all excited for Sky to come out? I am. So um, one of our friends, Brittany, and I were talking about it earlier tonight. We decided that tomorrow we're going to play like a few games, like at least like try to get a few in so that we can each play her and see how it goes. Awesome. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be a lot of fighting over her. Oh, you know it. People are going to insta-lock her. So, yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll see. So if we... What I'm hearing is if we just go in five stack, then we could play five games. Everybody gets to play her once. Tomorrow or next week? It doesn't really matter. We're going to be talking about Valorant for a very long time, I feel. Every single episode. I yeah. Definitely <laughs> suspect that is true, I yes. I was thinking that myself. I don't know. I'm excited to play Phasmophobia. Um, yeah. We were watching some of the some of our friends play the other uh last week actually and it was pretty funny um i i don't do well under pressure and i really don't like scary things so that i'm gonna be really out of my comfort zone but it should be fun i i just kind of i almost hope i die first so that i don't have to like do any investigating <laughs> we'll that's half the fun all the I'll, terror i'll just sit in the trailer the whole time hey guys your sanity is dropping i'll, I'll just wait here all right, so we're wrapping up. I guess what is this week four of Keybinds? Episode four. Oh we made my. it. We're doing good. Look at us go. <laughs> right. Staying this is on awesome. top of it. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. We're on obviously Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, and of course on Anchor.fm. And we'll be back next week. All new topics. And uh, yeah, have a great rest of your week, and we will see you next Wednesday. See ya. Can I do a little self-promotion? Uh, no. That's not very cash money of you, but okay.
Wow. Right? <laughs> during cash money of you. Agreed. I was just gonna say, you know, us girls are planning to play Phasmophobia on Halloween on Saturday. Oh, definitely shout it out, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a heartache. <laughs> Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a mistake. Okay, maybe that's better. Tell me why. I never wanna hear you say I want it that way. way. Oh, okay, chills. can somebody clip that? This is so it's number five. Number five killed my brother. Oh my god, I forgot about that. I forgot we were doing that. I love that. Scene. Okay, let's not put that in there.